You're listening to a DM podcast. G'day, pod lovers, podcasters, podlings, and welcome to Behind the Podcast, the podcast that opens the studio doors and takes a peek behind the microphone to tell you, the listener, the producer, the creator, the aficionado, what's happening in the podverse. I'm Jules, and with me, as always, is Stocks. Hello. In this week's episode, the Obamas back themselves. Lisbon says C to Spanish language podcasts. Podcasting's eight-year-old champion, Samantha B has got some choice words. YouTube gets podcast exclusive, and we get the Spotify green tea. Okie dokie, Stocks, we're back in the studio. How's everything going? A few changes since last week? Oh, not for me, but maybe for you, yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Um, another uh, heir to the throne. Yeah, that's right. We hung up the headphones and the microphone last week, and then I popped out of the studio for a couple of hours and had a baby. Yeah, geez. That's uh, quick. That was, uh, <laughs> all all uh, went well. Mum's well. Everything went well. Mum's well. Baby's well. Uh, it, was a, it was a speedy delivery. We made it there literally in the nick of time. Um, I think we got I, d- I ditched the car out the front of the hospital we ran up into the elevator got into the room and then there was the baby so it was too fast to really kind of dwell on what was happening and then we've we've been recovering since and and just getting used to being a, a family of four so you didn't get to do don draper uh sleeping in the waiting room uh, no drinking i didn't whiskey? No. no i didn't i did have the bottle of whiskey ready to go but unfortunately that didn't get to make an appearance due, due to the speediness of of Lindsay's of effort there Fantastic. Look, that's brilliant news. You seem absolutely radiant. Thank you. Um, you don't seem to have massive bags under your eyes. No, this they, is fantastic. There to come, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> no, so far everyone's been pretty good and we've been getting a bit of sleep, which has been nice. And impressed that you're sitting here in front of me today. Yeah, well, let's see how the brain functions, but we'll give it a red hot go. All right. So um, we're going to run through the latest happenings in podcasting. And then we did a, we had a roadshow come through for Spotify in our office uh, yesterday. So we're going to get our head of podcast, Cam, in. And we'll just have a little yarn through the positives and negatives from that. Awesome. Sounds good. The Obamas Higher Ground production company has inked an ad distribution deal with Acast. Yeah. So this is pretty cool. I mean, the Obamas had their first exclusive uh, deal with Spotify. Yeah, initially. big big one announced when they sort of had they signed the Obamas, they signed Harry and Megan, yeah. did a whole bunch of these sort of holy shit deals. Mm-hmm. Um, once I guess Obama sort of got clear from his presidency, they both wrote books. Mm-hmm. Um, they've done Netflix stuff. But the Spotify deal didn't really last long. It ran through to its expiry. Um, Michelle did a podcast, and I think that was it. Yeah. They have signed a multi-year first-look deal with Amazon's Audible, but Audible has a shorter exclusivity window yep. than Spotify does in their agreements. So Higher Ground's able to sign a separate deal with Acast. And what Acast is going to do is they're going to handle the ad sales and distribution of the podcast. Mm-hmm. This seems like a great win. And this yep. is, I think, we're big podcasters, we're going to see a lot more of this because A, Spotify's got no money mm-hmm. uh, or no budget. Um, they have money, I'm sure, but they <laughs> don't have a budget right now. So you're getting a huge company like Acast, which is going to be very good at monetizing your show internationally and you're retaining editorial control and you've got the IP. Yeah. So it seems like a great deal. Yeah, and it's definitely, and I was wondering, sort of reading this, if this was something that was like, oh, it didn't really work out too well, and now this is a kind of lesser deal, but you think it is actually a sort of a, a good one for both sides, particularly the Obamas? I think it is. I think they've proven their chops. They've decided they like podcasting. They want to do it. Yeah. And 
um, they want to do it and own it and they want to do it and uh, have editorial control and they know they're going to make money. So for better the show does, the more money they make. I'd say under any Spotify agreement they had yep. and I think Audible as well where it would just be like a, all right, we're paying you this fee and it'll be an, ex- an exorbitant fee, I'm sure. Yeah, and no matter but how no, good it goes. There's, there's no upside. Yep. So if you're not sure if you're going to be good at podcasting, you grab one of those deals because there's no downside. Yeah. But these guys have had a look and gone, we're pretty good at this. We know what we're doing and we're making other podcasts as well. You know, they've got the Bruce Springsteen, the Some of Us, yeah, and a few other shows. Um, one that you're particularly frothing about when we saw it. Yeah, I think when you know you can do this, you want the upside. Yeah, definitely. And you want to own it. Definitely. And they do seem to have a bit of uh, taste in the shows that they're bringing out and, and certainly, you know, picking some good people. The, the show that you just uh, alluded to there is called The Big Hit Show with host Alex Papademus. Uh, I'm a big fan of him from way back when he was in the Grantland. Um, One of the first podcasts we really bonded uh, over right. was Do awesome. You Like Prince Movies? Yeah. With uh, was a Pulitzer Prize winning movie reviewer. Yeah, Wesley Morris. Yeah, and Alex Papademus. Brilliant, brilliant podcast. I still have it. Um, a couple episodes saved on my Apple Podcasts. Yeah. I was really sad to see it go, to be honest, because as you said, like it was one of the first ones that we really got into, but it was so funny because I'd never heard Alex Papademus talk and he's got a very identifiable voice. What a voice. Like something, you, you know, it stands out immediately. So it actually took me a couple of listens to get used to his voice and then after then it was, you know, on for young and old. One that just pops to mind of, that they did was it was the Marvin Gaze estate versus Robin Thicke and Pharrell Williams court case and they just read out the transcripts from from a court deposition. Yeah. It's some of the greatest podcasting <laughs> I've ever heard. They just took a role each and basically... I think Wesley read Pharrell and I think um, Papademus read uh, Robin Thicke. And basically it's Robin Thicke basically saying, I had nothing to do with this song. It all happened. I'd taken too much Xanax and fucking whiskey and sat in the corner on the lounge in a recording studio and Pharrell just came up with this stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it was brilliant. It was a brilliant podcast. So I, I remember when they first split up looking to try and find an Alex Papademus show and there wasn't a good one. Yeah. So hopefully this will be it. I just kind of thought he'd gone off at writing and, and that was his main focus. But yeah, definitely I'll be looking up this one for sure. This is welcome news. More to come. Hey, it seems like we were, I mean, we were pissing around a little bit with the behind the podcast uh, Española last week. Uh-huh. But it looks like Libsyn um, was ahead of us on this one. Libsyn, which is a major podcast platform, they are now available in Spanish language. So specifically, Spanish-speaking curators can now take advantage of Libsyn's hosting platform. This is a really good platform. It offers IAB stats on episodes and show performance, um, has Canva integration, episode snippets, custom audio players. Like if you're getting into podcasting and you don't want to align with a big network, actually Libsyn's a pretty good option. Yeah, cool. But it's cool that they're, you know, Spain, make it Spain. Yeah. <laughs> But I think it's just awesome seeing like things like you know Canva platform integrations. I mean, I suppose you know that just gives you the ability to customize shows, artwork, and visual features that come out as it goes, and as well as audio players. I mean, that sounds like a nice little platform. Yeah, look, if you are looking for a platform and you're starting out, I would recommend Libsyn because you can go to quite a significant scale on Libsyn. Yeah. A bit of a feel-good story here. We've got an eight-year-old podcaster winning the Gracie Award. Yeah. So the Gracies are an awards named after the late Gracie Allen. And the Gracies are presented by the Alliance for Women and Media Foundation and recognises outstanding 
programming and individual achievement created by women for women about women in all facets of media in news and entertainment. Yes, it's big. It's massive. Yeah, really cool. So TJ Taramino is the host of a syndicated The TJ Show and was a former longtime Elvis Duran personality. Basically, TJ's eight-year-old daughter, Charlie Jane, yeah, I like to say, so CJ, I guess, has won this Gracie Award. Charlie is the youngest person to ever receive a Gracie Award, and I've got to say, probably one of the youngest people to ever receive any type of- An award. Of, yeah, major <laughs> Outside award. Outside of a participation award that you might get in high school for dance or something Totally. Like so um, the show premise is basically for kids bored in the backseat of their parents' car. And the episode that won is called Charlie Traps a Parent. So, look, this sounds like incredible. This is an incredibly good story. Um, definitely worth checking out. And we'll put the links in the show notes. This would be my personal podcast recommendation for the week as we're rolling into Easter. Yeah, man, I can think about some long family car trips back in the day when I was young. And all we really had to entertain ourselves was I Spy. And I think this has come a long way since then. So, yeah, good on you, CJ. And look, on this theme, a uh, listener has released a lineup of podcasts for kids for this Easter with uh, road tripping in mind. So, look, we'll put a link in there as well. So, listener is Australia's largest listening audio platform. And, you know, full disclosure, we are part of listener. Uh, they don't own us, but we're, we have a partnership with them. Uh, some of the ones I recommended is Busy Bodies, which is uh, the award-winning Busy Bodies podcast with Mr. Snotbottom. I don't have kids. means nothing to me, but yep. I'm sure there's people throthing over <laughs> Busy Bodies. Uh, the Fact Detectives, so two curious kids on a mission to find out all the cool facts about, well, everything. So it's an award-winning podcast. And Morning Kids is a daily five-minute podcast that dips a toe into the world of news in an age of, in an age-appropriate way. Sounds like Squiz for Kids mm-hmm. type of thing. Probably not going to get your kids through the road trip, though, with a five-minute daily podcast. That's just a few of the ones that are on there. If you are road tripping and you have kids who are bored in the backseat, there's some options in there. I think we'll be making the most of that in the years to come. Okay, and look, another interesting announcement, another, I mean, we talked about the opportunity in podcasting being female-hosted podcasts with a targeting a female audience. We've got another big comedy personality big in the US. Moving across to the world of podcasting, it's Samantha B, who people would know from Daily Show fame, or we know from that, but yep. she's also had a talk show for the last five years that got shit canned about a year ago. Yeah, so full frontal. Full frontal, yep. And TBS canned it when Warner Brothers and Discovery came in, when a whole bunch of stuff got canned. Um, yeah, she's basically doing this podcast. It's going to launch on June the 1st. She's going to sit down with celebrities, politicians, and everyone in between to discuss the biggest choices they've made in their lives and the ripple effects those decisions have had. So yeah. choice words. I think that it's an interesting idea because obviously, you know, anyone who listens to podcasts knows that there's billions of podcasts out there where famous person X speaks to famous person Y about, you know, life in general or whatever. So I think this is quite an interesting premise um, in that they're just talking about one specific choice and what the you know what the flow and effect of that has been. So it's a good idea, and I'd be interested to hear some of those stories about you know the sliding doors moments where they could have done something, but they did something else, and and the outcome was whatever it was. Definitely give this one a listen. I think I enjoyed uh, Full Frontal when it was on. I didn't watch it all the time. It was quite you know in that 
sort of vein of John Oliver and things, if you listen to too much of it, it can become a bit yelly. Um, yeah, but that's exactly like. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So maybe if she's sort of sitting there and interviewing people, she'll dial that back a bit and, and it's maybe more about the guest, but she'll be able to insert her own humor into it and, and you know, her style. So, yeah, I'll, I'll look for this one for sure. Yeah, I'm going to give it a look as well. Um, a throwback to the absolute apex glory days of The Daily Show with that last run with Jon Stewart where she was on it. Uh, she, I think she's an acquired taste. Mm. Uh, I have acquired that taste, so I'm going to give it a try. Uh, let's let's see what she does. Now, the interesting part, this is Lemonade Media. So Lemonade Media has made a couple moves. We talked last week about the Julia Louis-Dreyfus podcast. Yep. These are the same people behind that. So they seem to be targeting – they maybe have been listening to the podcast as well, Jules. Definitely, I think going, so. Yeah, we've got to go some big names in this space. But look, Lemonade Media, a little bit of background. And look, this could be something we end up doing a much deeper dive into over the coming weeks if they keep making moves. It was founded in 2019 by Jessica Cordova Kramer. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie Whittles Watch, so two triple named women. <laughs> yeah. But look, they're making moves in this space. They obviously got the Julia Louise Dreyfus podcast. They've got an Elise Myers podcast, and they've got a Ricky Lake Ricky podcast. Lake, yeah. So I might check out that Ricky Lake one as well. But keep an eye on uh, Lemonade Media. And look, finally, before we jump in with Cam, the YouTube app gets a dedicated podcast tab if you're a Galaxy phone user. I am not a Galaxy phone user, you stocks. No. So we haven't been able to have a proper look at this yet, but it's coming out. It's been it's in its little sample initial launch phase, so Samsung Galaxy users will be uh, lucky enough to have the first squiz at this, but we're excited to see more of it and hear more about it. So if anyone is out there who's a Samsung Galaxy user, please... Send in your reviews. Yep, hit us up. Not a single person in our organization has a Galaxy phone. All righty, we have got a new guest with us today joining the ever-expanding Behind the Podcast family. We've got Cam Muller, head of podcast here at DM. How are you doing, mate? I'm doing great. Uh, it's nice to be behind the mic again. It's been a hot minute, but yep. excited to be here. And you'll bring with you a little bit of goss, a little bit of a rundown of a recent <laughs> Spotify event? few theories. Um, yeah, I had a few good meetings with Spotify, um, got a bit of their roadmap coming up and yeah, keen to talk about it. Yeah, we had the roadshow roll through, got given some big, um, you know, we didn't get too much bullshit. Like they did skip over the uh, big plan, like their sort of global statement. Yeah. They went, we'll skip that one. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> just, you know, a couple sentences of bullshit. The relationship is good enough to skip a few yeah. slides. We won't, yeah. we won't insult you with that one. Yeah. Cam, you have any thoughts about what, we, what you saw, what we heard? Yeah, there's a few feature updates um, coming to Spotify for podcasters. I think that was a, a focus for them. Yeah, there was some cool stuff. Like uh, the takeaway I got is that there a lot of stuff that the features that they've had where um, things you can do just on Anchor, the artist formerly known as Anchor, you can now do on other platforms as well, not yeah. just um, yeah, not just on Spotify. Yeah. yeah. So it feels like with Spotify, with their roadmap ahead, discoverability and monetization are going to be a big focus for them. They're competing with the likes of TikTok and YouTube who are obviously getting much more into podcasting and they offer these kind of features to people. So previously, Spotify has been a tech-first kind of platform that enable people to make money off in terms of music. So podcasting is going to be a big focus for them. So... Uh, with Spotify for Podcasters and Anchor, um, previously it's just been features has been that big focus for them, so video and all that kind of stuff. What we saw in the meeting was that they're now opening up video capabilities to other podcast hosting platforms. 
And yeah, I can see that there's going to be a, a much more of a focus going forward with this. So that's sort of having a go at YouTube and having a go at, I guess, TikTok. Yeah, when you're so. saying if they're pushing out video, you can basically, what had been happening is if you want to publish a video on Spotify, you had to do it through Anchor, but it only goes there. Yeah. So you're still going to do it on YouTube or you're still going to chuck yep. it on your socials yep. or whatever it may be. And they offer a bit more flexibility to expand it you know, onto other platforms as well. So Spotify is really ring-fencing and keeping you on the one, whereas the other ones you know, give you a bit more open opportunity to go to others. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, you mentioned that the content uh, creation sort of marketplace aspect of this. YouTube and, and TikTok are all about content creators, obviously. As you stated, Spotify... Its history is in music, so they're not as focused on that. So these companies, YouTube and, and TikTok and everything, have really got a bit of a head start in this kind of service. It's interesting that they're making a move into it, as you said, and, and certainly something the, the sooner that they can get creators paid um, and give them those opportunities, the more appealing that platform comes in a, in a myriad of competition out yeah. there. And ultimately, that's, that's their goal, is that they want to keep people on their platform for as long as possible and they want to keep creators and they want to be able to provide that value. Their their focus is on creating these monetization opportunities. Yep. Ultimately what creators need is deal flow and that's what networks are able to provide podcasters. So it's interesting. My my kind of theory to where this could be going is that similar to what TikTok has released uh, recently, which is a creator marketplace, kind of feel that Spotify will eventually move towards this kind of fields where they may create some kind of tech or features where deal flow can come yep. yeah yeah it is it's, it's i think it's spot on it's a really good insight because if you look at the um, most of the great businesses of the last 15 years it's been things like a youtube facebook something like that mm-hmm. where you upload your content all they do is host it yeah that's right and then they realize oh hosting was the first thing and broadcasting it and then the next part was oh we've got to monetize it so we'll help you host broadcast and monetize it's such a great business. All you're worrying about is do you have the server bandwidth to host all this yeah. shit and can you help monetize it? Because people, you just want people uploading content for free. And with podcasting, it's incredible because people are putting in a lot of time to put their content up there. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Any other stories come out of them? Oh, there's a few. Uh, <laughs> that's the good side. Uh, there's some interesting, I don't know. I mean, we read tea leaves a bit too much probably in yeah. this office. Um, there's a few things. Look, while we were in there, uh, an email had arrived probably two hours before the road show that uh, Spotify Live gone. Yeah. Um, there had been some writing on the walls. People like The Ringer had been doing some of their um, lives had stopped going onto Spotify Live and been going to Twitter Spaces, mm-hmm. which seemed like an interesting move for a company that's owned, owned by, by Spotify, Spotify to actually leave the platform, but they must have got the internal memo that this, this baby's gone. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Take your talents elsewhere. Yeah, I was a bit disappointed by that. I think it's a good thing. I thought this was a good direction, something like life. It was buggy as all hell. Yeah. It, I remember when it came out and, and being very excited about, you know, the prospects of this for sporting events and all these sorts of things. Obviously, you know, any kind of big TV show that comes out, you, you're able to watch alongs and whatever else you want to do there. But, yeah, I didn't, it didn't really make too much of a splash after launch, did it? I mean, I think there were a few times where they called people over to, to go and have a, a listen to the live sessions on whatever was coming up and – I've got to say, I never actually did, really. So I guess part of the problem. Sorry, Spotify. <laughs> and there's so much opportunity in this space. It's the podcasts, ultimately, they want to get to the, the position where they can connect with their audiences and they can create these live shows and have interactivity because mm. it can be such a, sol- a siloed kind of uh, thing that people are doing. So having these opportunities and these features that uh, give people the opportunity to connect with people is a good thing. So it is a bit of a shame that that's happening. Yeah, because yeah. everyone agrees live podcasting is a good idea. Yeah. yeah. 
so have that two-way conversation rather than just you know the direct flow. Yeah, to doing it digitally, and then what they always did was they bundle it up into a episode and just publish it as well. Yeah, so like, fuck, that's no brainer in my opinion. Um, and look, Reddit had this. We did some stuff with Reddit. That's yep. gone. So yeah, okay. I guess we're wrong, and they're right. Well, everyone's trying. <laughs> it's a house partification <laughs> of podcasting is over. Yeah. So, house party. Yeah. <laughs> vale. Vale. Um, what else did they mention? I had a theory, another theory out there. Though, <laughs> More tea but is, is, is the writing on the wall for Anchor? Megaphone, mm. which is their real industrial strength podcast platform, which has all the monetization features, yeah. which has ability for networks to go on getting video i mean is it all over for anchor if that happens and then the other thing with anchor is two of our favorite podcasts bandsplain and 60 songs explain the 90s both don't use anchor anymore yeah and they don't have the music and talk i've stopped listening to bandsplain because you can't put they're not dropping the songs into the conversation yeah well so, i mean likewise with 60 songs they used to have it just roll in at the end the song that was in that was being talked about but that doesn't happen anymore it's really kind of annoying when he says okay show's finished now go and look go, it up yourself go find a song yeah. yeah, these are the two highest profile music and talk podcasts in the world, and they're both not using the platform. I don't know. Yeah, no, it definitely sounds like it's probably on its way out. And, and look, as you said, if they've got the industrial strength version of it, you know, this was a, an entry uh, way in for people. But if this thing it does everything that it needs to and, and supports the strategies that you were talking about, Cam, you know, it makes sense to just start to really push this as the as the main platform that people use. And ultimately, I think that's a good thing. Is that they're listening to what people are using, what their needs are. Um, if discoverability, if monetization, if the features that people are actually wanting, if they're able to pivot as the big organization that they are to provide people what the things that they're asking for, it's a good thing. Yeah, definitely. And I think the other big takeaway was just that they're reworking their strategy globally. And they've been doing it for a while now, like the budget's been on hold for several months until they know what they're doing. But that means I think they're taking it very seriously. It's yep. not sort of a, hey, we're just cutting budgets like all these other tech companies. Yep. They're actually working on a plan. Yep. So be interesting to see what actually comes. Definitely. Look, Cam, thank you so much for jumping in. I uh, really appreciate you bringing the knowledge. Um, we'll get you back in. Um, definitely one of these hot seats more often. <laughs> get you out of here on as a man who consumes as many podcasts as anyone I know. Have you got anything you're listening to or recommending? I listen to a lot of podcasts, so I feel like the ones that I, I choose are guilty pleasures. So I've, I have a podcast that I revisit every so amount of months. Um, it's a podcast series by 180 Grams, and it's a documentary kind of deep dive into the Teskey Brothers. So ah. Teskey Brothers, are, it's a soul music. Um, yeah, Australian soul band. Yeah, and it's great because it goes into the story of there's a lot of um, beautiful grabs of all the different band members and the struggles and the ups and downs they went through, the whole story of everyone that was involved um, from producers to just everyone, basically. A big fan in Germany. Yep, yep. I, you're a, you've listened I've, as well? I've listened to this. I absolutely loved it. We, did, we were doing some painting at the time, so I needed something to really just sink my teeth into. This is awesome. I love the band. I love the podcast. I just love how they're, they've because I feel like they've partnered with Mushroom Group, they're able to get the licensing involved mm. um, to play the music. But yeah, I just every time I listen to this podcast, I binge Tesky Brothers for yep. at least two weeks afterwards. So yeah, that's a big recommendation of mine for anyone who wants a guilty pleasure. Love it. I'll co-sign that one. Top tier. <laughs> get to that over Easter, folks. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I've got a little bit of a recommendation or even just a more of a kind of watch out for something that's on the in the pipeline. Uh, being a new father, we obviously need to just have some little snippets of time to we, we can prepare food and change, you know, the newborn, et cetera, et cetera. And maybe have another kid. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> so Bluey, the seven-minute episodes <laughs> yeah, that's for these perfect, sorts perfect. Of but we have we have from time to time been uh you know utilizing bluey as a as a babysitting service for margo and we do from time to time sit down and watch the episodes with her as well and i don't know if you've ever seen this show anyone who's got kids has definitely seen this show it's i'm across it but fantastic. i don't subscribe it's so good it's just such a great show Fantastic lessons throughout the show. All the characters are so well defined. Global Each phenomenon? Global phenomenon. I mean, it's done three series so far. It's got a new series coming out April 9th, which any parent out there would be very excited about because this thing is on replay. So some fresh content will be very, very welcomed. But like any show, there's an official uh, supporting podcast now called Behind Bluey. What so, a name. Great name. Absolutely. So this is going to be on the ABC iView app. I'm sure it'll be available across other uh, reputable platforms as well, just with a bit of advertising. But really excited about this. It's, it's uh, with the with the Bluey creator and showrunner, just a deep dive really into how the show came about. I mean, if you've ever watched this, you'll know that they have a whole bunch of celebrity voices, all this sort of thing. Mm, it's such Lee Sales has done one. Yeah, Lee yeah. Sales has done yeah. one. A ton of big names have been on there, which is really cool. But I thought, oh, my God, what a great idea. I can't believe this hasn't been done before. And, of course, just typing behind Bluey into Spotify, you then just see so many Bluey podcasts. So it's definitely, you know, something that has been covered. People have had this idea, obviously. It's been around for quite a few years now. But I think it's nice to hear the official kind of version from the show creators. So definitely one that I'll be looking forward to. That's such a cool idea. I will check that out. Yeah. Brilliant. All right, let's get out of here. All right, thanks, everyone.